Don't let it be the Good Brothers. Don't let it be the Good Brothers. Don't let it be the Good Brothers. It's going to be the Good Brothers, isn't it? I'm talking about TTT, Tag Team Turbulence, and JPW Strong. You see, the Good Brothers have got that Bullet Club thing, but what are they doing now? They're in Impact. They haven't made a particular um, impact. Yeah, and they're being allowed to have that Bullet Club rub again. The Bullet Club rub costs you $250 and you get beaten up at the end of it. Now, yeah. So, um, they're being allowed that on AEW. They're not even part of AEW. And when I see them, they leave me cold. But you never know. NJPW might do something to surprise me. And they often do. Let's see. First of all, we've got Kevin Knight versus Bateman. These two can go. Bateman is thought by Kozlov and Kevin Kelly. Double K to um, to be the... Um, Kevin Knight to be the underdog here. Probably right, actually. Bateman's looked pretty well um, special. A lot more special than he was in ROH, but he's using NJPW work to improve his work in ROH as well, so that's good. Now, Kevin Knight has a go to begin with. You'd expect that he's from La Dojo, of course. But Bateman just simply doesn't seem to care. It's a nice knee lift to the back of the head. And when Kevin Knight is kicked, is uh, sat down, that low clothesline, which is lovely. Knight comes back with a sweet drop kick, but there's nothing about Knight that I feel is extra special here. He does that low shoulder tackle thing for a, a two count, but Bateman simply hits the pile driver for the pin. And it wasn't bad. Kevin Knight was allowed to get some offense in, but Bateman continues, and so he should. Okay, so happy that the rest, the West Coast Wrecking Crew, the West Coast Wrecking Crew, the Wrecking Crew are um, are continuing in NJPW. I thought they might just be a TTT deal. Got knocked out in the semi-finals, and um, and that would be it. But no, Royce Isaacs and Jarrell Nelson are continuing, and here. They've got a bit of a rub themselves because they're put with Mysterioso. Here, without that music, with the West Coast Wrecking Crew's more bland rock music. And they're fighting Carl Fredericks versus and Fred Rosser and Adrian Quest. That should be a good little, um, a good little team, you know. Because Rosser's got the power, Fredericks has got the wiliness, Quest has got the high flying. You see? I'm doing it already. Now, early on, Isaacs um, messes around with Rossi, you know, goading him and stuff. Just gets smacked around the face and body for his trouble. Yeah. Quest got an awful lot of good offence in here. He counters a superplex with a Hurricane Rana on Jarrell Nelson. Halfway through, I thought, God, Rossi's... He's been into the, the, the bottle of baby oil, hasn't he? He's glistening. I'm surprised anybody can even grab hold of him. And um, there's a lovely Adrian Quest... Um, hits the counter so well, then hits an Asai Moonsault on the outside as well. It's beautiful. Beautiful. But in the end, Fredericks, who of course they're bigging up, I don't see why. He hasn't impressed me so far, overly. Hits a jumping DDT on Mysterioso, and as Alex Kozlov says, ooh, yeah, all words to that effect. It did look a bit brutal for the pin. It's a big win for Carl Fredericks over Mysterioso because he's been someone who's been getting that rub as well. 
Okay, this is the worry now. Brody King and Chris Dickinson, who should win. They really should. They're just Violence Unlimited. These two parts of the quartet of Violence Unlimited should be something special. They should win. Fighting the Good Brothers. And really, Violence Unlimited, as usual, with any match with the Good Brothers, provide the majority of the good offence. Brutal Dragon Screw from uh, Dickinson to Carl Anderson, then a single leg crab. Anderson, as soon as um, King enters the ring, runs to Doc Gallows. Doc Gallows and King charge at each other. The Good Brothers do get some nice double teaming in because they isolate Dickinson. Gallows then hits a rear chin lock. This is 2021, Doc Gallows. For goodness sake. Try to upgrade your offence, will you, mate? Slow everything down so much. Then King hits a springboard somersault. Double wrist takeover. Now, Doc Gallows. Brody King's a big bloke as well, a bit like you. And he can do it. So why don't you try? Immediately after that takeover, he then just... just connects with a cannonball on the outside to both of them. Just great. There's an awful gun stunt. I just hate the way they've decided. Well, it's called a stun gun, so we'll call it a gun stunt. That's funny, isn't it? It isn't funny. From Anderson on Dickinson. King makes the save. Then tastes one of his own. They kind of wait around for the magic killer. So that by the time they put Dickinson in there, he fights. He fights off and it's a, a tornado DDT on Gallows, which is nice. Rolls Anderson up for a two count. But unfortunately, the magic killer comes out and the Good Brothers win. Oh, I suspect it's the heritage here. And really what you've got are Brody King and Chris Dickinson, a really strong tag team, a really strong group who could take NJPW forward, NJPW strong forward, for the next few years. On the other side, you've got the Good Brothers who have done their best work a few years ago and are now going through the moves, in my view. Which do you do? Wrestling always disappoints in this way, even if it's NJPW. What a shame. You just didn't have the chutzpah to put those belts on the younger team. Oh, dear. And I really, really hoped I was going to be able to say NJPW was the best wrestling on the planet this week. Well, it isn't. And I haven't even seen ROH this week. It's just because of what you did with those belts. Ah, well. Maybe something better will happen next week. Maybe the Good Brothers will get beaten. Wouldn't that be something? Ta-ta. Ta-ta.